So we're going to talk about farming. Now, that's not traditionally something that you'd consider working by referral. And it isn't. It, it's a more, it's a marketing driven approach where you're trying to get people to call you. I'm going to give you a variation of it that I've taught in other classes, and we're going to call it fast farming. And it's modeled under what Keller Williams uses, and they call an eight by eight, which means you're going to contact somebody eight times in eight weeks. And the purpose really is to capture some of their mind share, some of the thought process that they have when they think about real estate and hopefully your name will bubble to the top of their mind. So in our business, we rely on our databases, on our sphere of influence and our local connections. Once in a while, I run across an agent who really is new to the area. Sometimes they just brand new, they just moved here, or they're just getting started and they don't have that many contacts, or for some reason they've never developed enough contacts to sustain a business. Now, when I say to sustain a business, the goal that I have for a new agent is I'd like them to have 100 quality contacts in their database, 100. And if you've got that many, you should be able to work your business into 20 or 30 transactions every year if you take care of those 100 people. Now, it takes a little time to capture as much of their mind share as you need, but this is a way that what I'm going to cover right now is a way that you can capture more people. If you don't have your 100 and you've only got 20 or 30, this might get you a few more. So the method is a riff on, on what we would call farming, but I want you to do this in eight weeks. And the reason... I say eight weeks is because it'll reduce costs and it increases the productivity. Farming usually involves mailing to a specific geographic area that can produce results. The farming systems involve postcards and flyers and letters mailed frequently enough to begin to capture some mind share of the residents that are located in your farm you want to make sure that the geographic area that you pick can produce listings at a volume and type that you want to work with. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this in a neighborhood of double wides unless that's primarily the market that you want to service. But if you want to get into a country club, maybe a little harder. Um, if they've got gated access, it's a little tougher to go do the door knock part of this if you need to. But uh, pick a neighborhood that's got a hundred. 200 houses in it. And, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll talk about more specifics as we get into this. So step by step, here's what you're going to have to gather. You need to get a list of all the addresses of the ge geographic area that you want to work. You can get this from the tax records, at least in Georgia, I can log into the tax system and I can download mailing labels of everybody in a specific neighborhood. And I can even pick off check boxes of the houses I want. If you happen to know that there's a real estate agent or two living in there, you can exclude them and save yourself some postage. Then you need to gather their phone numbers. Now, tax records will have some, but mostly there'll be landlines that nobody answers. At least nobody answers often. I would say 
you can get a list of numbers and and this is kind of where you have to go outside of what I would normally teach. I'm going to say things like Red X and Mojo. They have some resources that are available that you can pay for. I understand they're in the $50 a month range and you can do some geo farming or circle prospecting is the buzzword that you'll hear today. There's also some free resources and you're going to have some time. You can go to fastpeoplesearch.com. That's a good example of a website that will give you phone numbers. Whether the phone numbers are any good or not, I don't know. But you're going to have some time to deal with this because for the first few weeks, you're going to be sending stuff out in the mail. And toward the end of this process, you're going to be making phone calls. So work on that. And you're going to, you know, as I said, you're going to mail stuff out. Now, you want to go through these numbers that you get and scrub them for numbers on the do not call list. There are lots of coaches and trainers who say you can ignore the do not call list, but I don't recommend it. We're trying to build relationships. So being ethical is important to building trust. Now, to the list of things that you're going to do for the next eight weeks. Let me go into a little more detail. I mentioned this earlier. The 8 by 8 in the title refers to a Keller Williams system that involved eight touches or contacts in eight weeks. This is proven to elevate your message and image and increase your mind share with the target audience. It's absolutely accurate. Your materials ought to have a brand of sorts. Keep it simple, but be consistent. There are services like Fiverr that can be helpful to create a logo. Now, I don't want you to struggle over this too much. You are your brand, not a logo. The color of things is important to be consistent. You want them to recognize it as they begin to see more things come from you. And I'd say this too, if you're part of a big national company like Keller Williams or Remax or Caldwell Banker, I would include that as at least partially in your marketing or in the print aspect of this because people will see that logo everywhere and eventually they'll think of you when they see it. That's something that's happened to me more than once. Somebody saw saw a Keller Williams sign and it wasn't even my sign. And they called me because they were thinking of me. And that's something that's valuable. And I think a lot of agents overlook the aspect of that national brand being something valuable. So you can start with your business card and develop something that will have a similar appearance when it travels from the mailbox to the trash can. Yes, I said trash can. Truthfully, that's where most of this stuff ends up. But you're going to do a couple of things that will prevent that for at least three of these touches. The idea is to get that geo audience, that geographic audience to recognize you and your name, at least as a real estate agent that works their neighborhood. So specifically, here are the eight touches. Now, you don't have to write this down if you're doing this. There's a blog article. You can come back to the blog and look it up. All of this is written out for you, but I thought a podcast might be a way to get it in front of you a little better. So the first thing you're going to do is a handwritten, hand-addressed note 
to each address on the list. And you're going to include a business card as a part of the announcement of who you are and what you're doing. Keep it simple, keep it short, but make it clear you're an agent who wants to do business with them. Now here's a caution. Do not cheat on this and try to fake handwritten. They can tell. We can all tell and we know when it's not really handwritten. That handwriting aspect of this, that's at least what gets this one piece opened. I can't imagine anybody throwing away a handwritten note unopened. So you know your business card is going to get seen. For the second week, and you want to do this so that it lands in their mailbox on the same day of the week, if possible. Um, you don't have control over when the mail gets delivered, but you clearly have control over when it gets sent. And I would recommend that you take this to the post office and you drop it in a drop box or take it inside on the same day of the week. Now, anecdotally, and, and this is just something I've noticed, I typically seem to get junk mail on Thursdays. I don't know why, but it seems to be a mailbox full. Mondays, Tuesdays are probably better days, but I can't prove that. And it may be different in your area, but just it's a thought. So the next piece, the second piece is a report, and it's the last 12 months in real estate for their specific geographic area. Now, you should include your name, your phone number, and your email address with a really simple call to action message. Less is more here. You don't want to overwhelm them with a bunch of stuff. Do not make this too busy or too confusing. You want this to be evident that you're giving them a piece of information. If they're thinking about real estate at all, they're at least going to look at it. And that call to action could be as simple as, if you want a specific value for your house, call me or give me an email or whatever. But you want to make some ask of them so that if they're thinking about real estate, this is what they're going to do. The third piece, the third week, is to create a local events calendar. Football schedules, restaurants that are open, anything that might be of interest to people. Something about goings on in the park. Maybe there's a play going on outside at some theater. Anything that you can put together that they might actually want to save. Include your name, your phone number, and your email address with an invitation to an online version of this. Now, you can create a web page pretty easily. Look up landing pages. There's things out there that will help you do this either inexpensively or for free. Um, if you happen to be a Keller Williams agent, we have Command, KW Command, which can create landing pages very easily. Um, and it can host them for free. So those are things that you can do. But the idea of a landing page, sometimes people call it a squeeze page, is it may garner a few email addresses. If people come because they like your calendar, they hit the landing page and you can offer to send it to them if they'll share their email address with you. So there's that. That's the third week. The fourth week, you're going to send out something from a featured business or a food establishment, some sort of item of value, a coupon, some sort of a special deal. 
and the vendor you choose might be willing to help with the cost, so make contact with them and ask for coupons or that special deal just for your folks, just for the ones that you're trying to get your name into in those subdivisions or areas. Again, be sure to include your name, your phone number, and your email address and that simple call to action. Uh, drive them to that landing page. You could, this is a place, probably the one place, maybe there's another, but not many, that I would recommend a QR code because you've created a website that you're going to drive them to and that QR code is good for that. I don't recommend QR codes on your business card or anything like that or on your signs because people are driving by, they're not going to take a picture of it. But if that happens to be in the mail with a QR code, that might actually help. So the, the fifth time, the fifth week, you create a current listings report, or you could do a quick CMA with your branding on it and send it to the folks in your geo area that might want to know what their home is worth. Now, it's going to be kind of generic. It's not going to be specific, and you need to give them some exclusions to that. We have, um, in my area, we have something called a cloud CMA, and there is a consumer pointing or consumer-facing link that they can you know, click on. That might be the kind of thing that you'd want to send them. It's pretty generic, but again, it's the branding, your name, your face, your picture, your logo, whatever it is you've included is something in front of them. And then week six, one more item of value, a newsletter, another piece that you're mailing so that they can see what you're going to provide on an ongoing basis. Now, remember, we talk about sending out items of value once a month, and then we follow up with an email piece once a month. Those are what we're talking about. If you're subscribing to something like Service for Life, the newsletter, or you're subscribing to the Buffini system, which is what I use, then you've got an example of what you can send them. Otherwise, you're going to have to create something. And that's fine, too. There's other tools out there, but you want to get that in front of them so that they know, you know, at least they've seen something like that. So this is when you're going to start calling and, and it's going to be in the seventh week. Now, in that sixth mailing, that sixth one, you want to give them a heads up and say, hey, I, I'm going to give you a call and follow up. And I just want to ask you one question. Prep them for that in the mailing that you're sending and, and make it bold enough that maybe they'll see it on its way to the trash can. But that it's not a complete surprise. You've already mailed something to them now six times and it's got your name on it and they've seen it every day of the week for six weeks or every the same day of the week for six weeks. On the seventh week, you're going to make that phone call. Remind them who you are and ask permission to ask one question. And the conversation's quick. You can say something like, hey, this is Jerry Robertson. I've been dropping stuff in the mail to you about real estate for the last few weeks, and I'd like to ask you a question. Is that okay? And they'll say yes or no. They may hang up on you. Um, keep track of, of those people. You don't necessarily need to spend money on them anymore if they hang up. But for the ones that engage and give you permission, you can say this. 
if you were thinking of buying or selling a house or had a friend or family member who was, do you have an agent you'd refer them to? That's the question. One more time. If you were thinking of buying or selling a house or had a friend or family member who was, do you have an agent you'd refer them to? The goal here is for you to listen to their answer. If they say yes, congratulate them on having someone they trust and keep the conversation short. You've just eliminated the waste of money on future contacts with them. If they say no, then tell them that you'd like to be that person. You can ask, would it be okay to stay in touch with information similar to what you've seen come from me in the past? If they say yes, ask for an email address and make sure that the phone number you're using is the best way to contact them. A cell phone is ideal. Those are the steps. Those are, that's step number seven. And then step number eight, imagine this. Send a handwritten thank you note to each contact, even the ones that said they'd use someone else. This is the last time you're going to mail to them. You're going to scratch those off the list, and you're not going to spend any more money on them. But I have seen those people come back just because I wrote the notes. So again, don't cheat on this. Handwrite the notes. You've, you've probably got nothing else to do anyway if you're a brand new agent, and this is going to be a very productive use of your time. That's it. That's the eight touches. In eight weeks, you've now added a few people to your database. There were some people who said they didn't have an agent and that you could stay in touch. Keep track of that, convers of that conversion rate. How many did you get? If you sent out 100, how many did you get? Was it 2, 10, 20? I don't know. I'd love to hear. I'd like to hear how this worked but I'll bet you'll find it's a lot better than the old tried and true farming method. I've seen people complain on some of the Facebook groups about mailing out a thousand items every month and they get nothing or one or two deals out of it. I'm guessing this is going to produce a whole lot more for you than that. Now you want to add them, add these people that said they could stay, you could stay in touch. You want to add them to your 33 touch system. That's another Keller Williams tool. You can build your own, but it's a way to put something in front of people 33 times in a year. And that's not hard to do. If you're sending out 12 items of value in the mail and you're sending out 12 emails over the course of a year, that's 24. And another 12 is easy to come up with, handwritten notes, phone calls, personal visits, that sort of thing. Now. Let me back up a little bit to that step number seven, make the call. If you couldn't get phone numbers for everybody and you can do this safely, door knocking is not a bad option here. Um, you can have something that you'd mail out. You know, you might hand it to them at the door. It's a little tough with the virus, the COVID-19 stuff going around, and I'm not suggesting that you violate any of your rules or regulations or make people feel uncomfortable. But this is an option, you know, maybe in the future, maybe not right now. But I want you to do that and, and then add these people to your database. 
once you've got a good hundred connections in your database, you can expect 20 to 30 deals a year from a system like this. It's a good way to start working neighborhoods you want to be in, and it grows from there. Take care of people. Remind them you work by referral and that you're never too busy for any of those referrals or for them. I'd be happy to talk to you about this if you want. Come to the blog. You can find things there. You can come on the Facebook. I've got the Everyday Agent group. You're welcome to join that. Uh, if you come to the blog, there's a link you can click on to schedule a, a talk with me and we can get on Google Meet and talk face to face. I'd love to strategize with you. This is something that that I just wanted to share and I, I hope it's of value, but please come check it out. Come check out the website. Look at the blog, that article, the, the article is entitled, um, Fast Farming 8x8, you'll find it on the blog. Thanks for listening. This is Jerry Robertson.